0: Hello, welcome to Wisdom's Echo. This is Danielle Elliness and I'm here to bring you an insight of the day. I wanna begin this podcast with finishing um, in a way my last podcast, which was called Serendipity. And if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to do so. Um, And this will make sense to you. I wanted to share with uh, those of you who did listen the testimony of the aftermath of the story that I shared of my long flight, which ended up unexpectedly bringing me into the presence of quite a few people that um, I had never met before, and under the circumstances, Yahweh showed up in an amazing way to transform lives. And so I shared with you about the young lady that I was sitting on the plane next to who was heading to her bridal shower and was going to be very late for that. And she was feeling discouraged and I was able to just bring some joy and life to her as I I shared with her. Um, And I want to, to let you know that weeks after I got home from that trip, I received the most beautiful card in the mail. It was handmade and there was a thank you written by her to me that um, said that her life had been really touched that day. And in those moments when she was feeling very discouraged and worried And what looked like would have been a very disappointing time for her turned into something very special and transformative in her life. And so that was really beautiful uh, to receive that card. The second person that my friend and I met, um, I told you, was a player, actually, of an American baseball team, the White Sox. And he had told my friend that he would get her tickets to a game with her team, which is the Red Sox. That's also my team. And that um, he would get her tickets when the Red Sox were playing his team, the White Sox. And he actually did do this. He got in touch with her when... His team was in Boston playing the White Sox, playing the Red Sox, and he got her and her son tickets to that game and they went and it was the first game they had been to and it was amazing. And so that was just a really neat um, blessing for them and and follow through from God in, in that time. And then um, the very last person I spoke about was um, the man that I sat next to on my flight, um, finally on my way to my destination. And when I asked God who this man was and what he had for him, um, the man actually started asking me questions. And I um, ended up being very blessed by him. I felt it was actually God's reward for the way in which we had um, ministered to others around us and just the joy and the life that we had on us um, throughout the trip and throughout the delays. And this man uh, prophesied over my family and my daughter in particular, and my life, and it was it was incredible. But the best part of that, and what I didn't mention actually at the end of that podcast, was this man was named Ray Hughes, and he is actually one of the people who does the Wisdoms Echo uh, podcasts, and at the time. I did not know who Ray Hugh was. Hughes was. I didn't um I didn't know him. I didn't know um just how um much of a, a huge blessing he was to the world and to the body of Christ. And um it really truly was God's reward um for me and for us on this trip and just wanted to honor him. And uh, it was funny because when we did make it to Tennessee, uh, when we arrived, I called Marios and um, he was in a meeting with some people from our church who were actually very familiar with who Ray Hughes was. And I was telling them this story and I said, well, it was this guy named Ray Hughes, and they just were going crazy, and they were like, I can't believe that you met Ray Hughes, and um, you don't even know who he he is, and they proceeded to tell me a, a little bit about him, what they do, but it's a fun story, and um, it really impacted my life and, um, just our family's life. And we're really blessed by that and continue to be, um, able to, to be blessed by, by him. So I thought that would be fun for you to know, uh, some of those things that came as a result of serendipity in my life. Um, so today, just really quickly, I wanted to actually share with you, um, little bit about my my story. And um, I have called this podcast, um, If the Shoe Fits. And so the whole title is If the Shoe Fits, Wear It. And actually, that comes from a movie, a, a story, a Walt Disney story called Cinderella. And um, you may remember this story, this um, story of Cinderella, who became um, the stepdaughter of a woman who had two daughters of her own. And these daughters were very unkind. They were not very pretty. And the mother, Cinderella's stepmother, Um, was very jealous of Cinderella and treated her horribly. And um, she brings her daughters to a ball and Cinderella ends up at that ball, um, not because she was allowed to be, but other circumstances. And um, Cinderella loses her shoe at that ball, but has to leave unexpectedly. And um, I mean, not I'm not going into the story. If you want to watch the movie, you can go ahead and watch it. Um, But she ends up having to leave early from the ball and um, leave the the prince at the ball. And she loses her shoe. And the prince um, wants to find her. He has no idea who she is. And he finally finds the shoe and then goes through the kingdom to... Um. see whose who's foot this shoe fits. And of course, it ends up being Cinderella and the prince and Cinderella uh, get married and of course, live happily ever after. So I just wanted to share <laughs> a little bit of my story because I, for so long, um, would try to wear shoes and to Uh, wear things and behave in certain ways that weren't me. They weren't fitting me, but I was trying to fit into those things. And um, I was basically raised to believe that um, the things that I do and say are things that can either make people love me or make people hate me. Um, uh, that's just kind of how I grew up. I grew up in a sort of performance-based um, you're to be seen and not heard as a child and to behave really well on the outside um, and always say the right things and try to like or agree with everyone around me, always say yes and never ask questions. And so I really learned that love was based on my performance for the people around me. And I learned that the real me and who I was, the, the person, the little person who made mistakes and even got in trouble and, and made bad choices at times, and the person who loved to giggle and laugh and pretend and have an imagination and... um was growing and learning was not really good enough. And um, I think that maybe can be a lot of our story. Um, I do not blame these things on my parents. I had amazing parents. I still have amazing parents and I'm blessed by them and I'm thankful for them. Um, But this is just how I ended up growing in the environment and the culture that was around me. So I was a very attention-seeking person, and then <laughs> you can just imagine I um, lived this wild life of um, looking for love and and uh, relationships that were so bad for me. I, I was very insecure, so um, I was doing things that I shouldn't have been doing, and really just trying to have a good time in life. And um, I gave my heart to the Lord when I was 22. I, I w- would still pray, even though I was wild, a wild, wild child. I would still pray every night um, and ask uh, Yahweh to, um, to show me more of him and i i said my my prayers actually it wasn't really a conversation i i grew up catholic and i learned my prayers which i'm so thankful for um and i would say my prayers every night and then i would end them with there's got to be more to you god and show me what that is and so um i did i did get to know the lord at 22 completely changed my life i lived for um a few weeks in total freedom, I was transformed just 100%, 360 degrees. I was a new creation. Um, All the things that I was seeking and looking for in ways that were harmful to me, I I stepped away from those things. And um, But it only lasted a couple weeks because I As I became integrated in my new church, that freedom slipped away because I once again found myself appeasing and performing and changing in order to fit into the outfit of being a good Christian. I I wanted people to think I was a good Christian because um, they had told me what a good Christian meant. It, It meant that you dressed a certain way and you spoke a certain way and you pray, you prayed a certain way, and uh, one woman even assured my husband not to worry because I'd eventually speak in tongues and raise my hands. And I was like, "Whoa!" Like I guess I'm not good enough. And so, once again, the real me wasn't good enough. And um, I'm actually only going to share part of my my story with you today, and I'll share the other part of it the next time I do a Wisdom's Echo because I am running out of time. But um, as I journeyed um, through church and kind of going back to my old ways of people-pleasing, my husband and I were engaged and we were married and um, we became the youth pastors of the church. And that was all within six months of, of me coming to know Yahweh. Um, and then I was hired as a teacher at the Christian school that um, the church had. And so we were very close to our pastors for those many, many years. And um, honestly, we there were things that we gleaned from the church and our pastors, but there were also things that we learned, which was there were opinions that we had and ways that we had to dress and things that we couldn't do and things that we could do. Um, and there were things that were expected of us and, um, all of those things were screaming again at me, Danielle, you are not good enough. Um, you need to put on these, all of these things They they don't really fit who you are and who you truly are. Um, but this is the way that you have to be. And these are the things you have to do. And these are the things you can't do. And this is what you have to think. And this is what you have to say. And you need to put these things on in order to be good enough, in order to be loved by God, in order to be um, somebody who others can look up to in ministry. And so um, I, again, was walking through um, this period of my life where I I was wearing things, if you will, and putting things on that weren't truly, let's just say, my style. And Um, there were a lot of people that were happy about that. Um, I think Yahweh was grieved by it. He loved me still in, in those moments. He unconditionally loved me and and saw me on my journey, um, pleasing others around me. Um, but he was grieved because I wasn't 100% completely who he created me to be. And so, um, I'm going to actually wrap this up, this part of my story, part one, and um, I just want to encourage you today to think about areas in your life that maybe you're trying to uh, put something on, uh, be a certain way, say certain things to appease people around you um, because You feel like if you don't have that approval, you're not good enough. And I want to encourage you today that you really are, that Yahweh unconditionally loves you for who he created you to be in your silly ways, in your unique ways, and in the ways that um, those things that you may think um, others disapprove of but you know that's who you truly are. I want to encourage you to explore those things in your life and and bring them before Yahweh and um, examine what are you trying to put on that doesn't fit you and doesn't fit who you are. I'm going to leave you with that and continue my story next time in my next podcast. All right, well... Bless you.